0: You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish
1: football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm your host, Craig Edie, and I'm joined by my two glamorous assistants, Laurie and Chris. Hello, guys.
0: <laughs> Evening, guys. Is
1: this a magician's show? I've done it again. No, I was more thinking, uh, like, Funhouse, you can be Melanie and Martina. That's a frightening concept.
2: You, have you got the hair for Pat Sharp? I don't think you do.
1: No, I don't. I'd need to grow it. <laughs> yeah, Chris, how's your moustache going? Uh,
0: Very well, thanks very much. That's, I've
1: that's not seen um, it in a while. Thanks for asking. Have
0: you know, I see you should be checking my website, my MoBro <laughs> website.
1: Are you still going for the gay look?
0: I uh, It's steam
1: wiggy. Good. I feel a wee bit jealous because I wish I'd started growing mine. Mine doesn't work.
0: But wait now. I can't. There's only a few <laughs> days left in November.
1: I know that, but you could just do it in December. That's when the real guys do it.
0: <laughs> Keep it you, going. You could, I tell uh, you what, I'm actually going to be glad I don't have to shave anymore because I was freezing cold at the football on Saturday.
1: You
2: could. you oh, oh, Is an October. No, no. Well, that oh. doesn't work in December, does it? No, but I'm saying. You <laughs> <laughs> wait all year. It's sooner than, sooner than uh, next November, though.
1: Oh, all oh, right. Uh, I'll give you that. Then. <laughs>
2: good one to go in December, okay? It just happened to be the one that's last last month, unfortunately.
1: December is the month for Santa beards. That's the way you go.
2: <laughs> Aye.
1: Oh, I do like a, a Santa that I, I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but I like a Santa that grows his beard say, all year say, just for that job. I thought you were Brilliant.
2: He's no real. <laughs> ruin it for anyone. Any kids? Yeah.
0: Dougie McDonald think shot down for that? I, 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 it was nothing we to do with uh, line, It's Neil Lennon at all. It was slagging off Santa last after that I had to we'll go. Not have that Because it's nonsense?
1: Right, on this week's podcast we've got an round roundup Kind of say, Chris uh, is back this week. Last week we had to put up with Laurie, and it just wasn't the same. I've got an SFL roundup but I'm cutting it back, keeping it short. Maybe tweet AI if Laurie's found anything decent on Twitter that wasn't Paige Taylor. Then we're <laughs> going to discuss Neil Lennon, and well, I think Chris, my baby, not like enjoy I mention you at
2: something, name drop every time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll discuss the charity betting. And...
2: If I see any pictures with an SFF Scottish <laughs> football forums,
1: I'm, I'm just wanting her to, to plug the, the forum. When you send her a fo- Maybe oh, plugs a bit of send her a football
2: with, <laughs> SFF, with, with SFF on it. <laughs> yeah. Try this one. Uh,
1: yeah, we'll, uh, we'll cover the SPL predictions and the SPL games are on. Tuesday and Wednesday.
2: Actually, and I'd only hope just of, put I hope the, none of the listeners actually know what we're talking about.
1: <laughs> I'd only just put the predictions on the predictor, like this evening. Oh, I was a bit too slow, I apologise for that.
2: What, for last week's game? a bit late, you
1: know? <laughs> no, for Tuesday and Wednesday. Right, Chris, on to you with the SPL roundup. Bring a bit of class to the proceedings. A bit of professionalism.
0: bringing professionalism that's a frightening concept anyway we'll start off with the lunchtime game on Saturday where uh, hearts travel tomorrow knowing that the home team are coming off a terrific win in Inverness last weekend but uh, unfortunately it was nothing so exciting this week for the cameras ain't that a kick in the head well I said that this goal was physical much better I think so we'll move on uh, to Celtic part is it not a the teeth? <laughs> where do you keep your teeth? <laughs> that
1: was in that a the glass
0: next to the bed <laughs> Hey, carry on. Anyway, yes, Celtic Park. So after a disappointment in Lisbon, despite George Savaras scoring the Celtic's first goal in the city since Stephen Chalmers' nineteen sixty seven European Cup winner. Yes, Laurie you did save, we always mention it. <laughs> Celtic were back to domestic duty at home, uh, against Cali Thistle. But as with so many games recently, it was a visit to Celtic Park who took the podits, the only goal of the game through Bill and McKay and all three points. It's inverness's first win at Celtic Park in the SPL and uh, only their second in history, but I forget what the first one was. Hey. So it was a big- <laughs> That's one point from nine in the last three home games for Celtic, and just five from 15 in the last five of the SPL games. But still, they're top of the league, and uh, despite that and the fact they're both cups, I'm a great chance to progress the Champions League the starting to tell on Neil Lennon. couple of one later. Uh, Easter Road, that was second versus third in the SPL, as Aberdeen looked to bounce back to win ways the following their defeat to Celtic last week. Hibbs were also looking to bounce back after the defeat of Dundee, of course, but despite Lee Griffiths and co. looking far more dangerous throughout the match, it was Niall McGinn who got the only goal of the game to get back in the score sheet to make uh, eight goals in nine games now for the former Celtic player, and that was Aberdeen to, within a point of leader Celtic. Uh, at Rugby Park, Murray Davidson opened the scoring after half an hour, but uh, that was long after Manuel Pascal had been sent off after only six minutes for what looked to be a perfectly fair challenge in Nigel Hasselbank. Michael Nelson did level for the 10 men with 5 minutes to go, but uh, somehow St Johnson still managed to get a late winner through Rowan Vine, which moved St Johnson up to 4th in the league and gave me 3 points in the predictor, and they weren't the only ones to do that because they also got 3 points for the next game, which was up in Dingle. Uh, Ian Vigors had given Ross count in the lead just after half-time, but Johnny Russell leveled a couple of minutes later as he beat goalkeeper Fraser at a long punt before Stuart Armstrong scored the winner just after a mark from about an inch out. <laughs> That win put United just outside the top six and only five behind the league leaders, that just shows how tight the league is. And of course they play the league leaders in their game in hand soon enough. And then at New St Marin Park, it was probably game of the day to be honest, as the bottom two faced off, Dundee have been on a decent run of late, but with St Johnston coming off the of back of St Marin coming off the of back of St.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was a cause for hope for the dense Park team, but it was the home side that came out on top. A goal for Stephen Thompson, either side of half time had St. Marin take the lead twice. After Brian Conroy had levelled things the first time from the penalty spot after uh, something of a rugby challenge, which uh, resulted in a handball. Uh, Dundee had, of course, been handled by the first half sending off for of Colin Nash for a challenge on Paul Dummett, which was far more uh, offensive than the, the Manuel Pascale, I mean. Uh, but with the extra man St Mirren made it count. Eventually we do get Emory scoring with three minutes to go to make me score 3 1. St Mirren remains second bottom with a gap to over Dundee now, four points of breathing a lot easier down pace like And that's us for the SPL.
1: I do I do like your SPL roundup, Chris.
2: <laughs> See you have to watch the it. games.
1: I watched I watched pretty much all of them, apart for the St Johnson game, I've just realised that I forgot about that.
2: Did you think it was did you think if you just watched the St Mirren game that covered them both?
1: <laughs> I'm not, I'm not <laughs> you <laughs> I saw so I wanted to go back to the Motherwell Hearts and uh, the kick out by Randolph or absolutely shocking or as uh, some was it Craigan was defending him
0: aye Stephen Craigan was on sports team last night defending him and i seen Greg was on the forum as well I defending thought
2: him. I think Greg was just winding I think, me up.
1: Like, it up I think
2: oh. I'm sure Greg is winding me up I, I thought it was I thought it was shocking see when it stopped I would just presume the ref was running over to send him off uh, it was, even it was on the terrible. first few I thought because I mean, he's dangerous anyway. But not only that, he decides that it wasn't obvious enough, so he actually swings his boot after he catches and I think Greg's word. I still, I, I, it's hard to tell on the phone. I, I think Greg was winding me up, but he said that Patterson, uh he, uh, he, made, he made the meal of it, and it was his fault for. But I, I thought Paterson stopped because he saw the keeper was getting the ball. Yeah. And one thing that
1: really annoys me is when keepers go up and lift their knees. No other player's allowed to do that. So why is a keeper allowed to do that? They talk about protecting himself, but what about outfielders? It's just I, I, I don't like it at all. No, I just, think it's dangerous. I think they should get air. pulled up for it.
2: He's not in the air at all. Randall's jumped up and caught it, and it's it's well, it he does flick out as well. It's well, not that's, just that's, the. Deer. That's uh, the thing, and you could see that in the first viewing that he, he flicks his leg out as he goes up just to make sure he smashes him in the face, and it's, it's pretty dangerous. I, I, I was saying on Twitter at the time, I was like, "Well, how come if a defender, you know, even shows a bit of studs, it's a red card for you know dangerous play?" But I keep our you know, throws his leg up and and smashes someone in the head. Yeah. That that height, <laughs> that isn't dangerous play. I I was stunned. I I couldn't believe what had happened. When the ref, what did he give? He just gave a drop ball or something, didn't he?
0: I think so. I think he stopped the game because obviously there was an injury to Patterson because the head knock. <laughs> I just
2: <laughs> it's just, <laughs> just a joke. <laughs> I was just I, I can't. He's surely that's got to get pulled up afterwards, or does it count that he so. dealt with it at the time or?
1: No, I, well he didn't deal with it though because he dealt with the injury, so he didn't actually deal right. with the incident. It was only right, because
0: so, he called it back. You would hope that the the compliance officer is going to get this one pulled up. When the, I would hope it gets the Manuel Pascali one pulled up as well because that's a disgraceful decision. He clearly got the ball, barely touched the guy at all. There wasn't any lunging about it. And it was just, to send a guy off for that is ridiculous.
2: Did you guys watch the full, or oh, some game?
0: No, I was away to my
2: own game.
1: I only watched the second half. It was it. just it was a a weekend of boring football from what I've seen. I that know. and the English games on Sunday. It
2: was <laughs> it's football. very frustrating because I mean you caught the second half which was kind of Motherwell sort of had that half, but the first half we would, were Hearts had the better of it. But the problem is we have it's we just have nothing up top and it's it's just it's very frustrating because we've looked quite decent in midfield I think with Walker and Holt playing recently. I, I've actually I've actually been kind of hoping that we're going to get rid of some of the big earners soon because. I think the likes of Walker and Holt are actually a breath of fresh air, and they like to get the ball down. And they're willing to take chances, look for a kind of killer passes, have a shot. And I thought we moved the ball around reasonably well. We're solid at the back. We're always solid at the back. But there was just there was no ideas at the top. top. We basically didn't play a striker because we had Stevenson as the striker, such. But he's not a striker, and he's so unfit just now that he can't really run about much. So you just had the team playing reasonably well, and the the last cog is just completely missing. So you're basically playing. With our setup, we'll basically we'll either draw a game nil nil, or we'll win or lose it one 0 And if we win it, it's going to be with a deflection or with an absolute wonder goal or a penalty or something. There's just there's no there's no idea up there. And I well, I think I said what did I say? Uh, John Sutton and Gordon Smith must I don't know say nasty things about McLean behind the, <laughs> under their breath, or either that, or they've been double teaming his wife because I, I, <laughs> I just don't understand how. Like fair enough, okay, if he doesn't rate Sutton play Smith then because when Smith I, I don't see I'm not see much of him because I've I, I don't watch, I'm not watched a lot of the youth games but when he came on against Inverness he, he kind of ran at players it looked a bit dangerous it's like play one of them play a striker at least I mean they can't both be that bad can they it's just so very annoying something
0: funny going on with John Sutton because Paulo Sergio didn't really use him either and obviously sent him out on loan eventually
2: I could kind of see especially at first why he didn't fit in because Paulo Sergio was he had to change it eventually, but at first he was very much about never hitting the ball long. It was always keep it on the ground. Short, you know, short passing basically. And after a while he had to realise that it just wasn't going to work because Hearts didn't have the players to play that way. Uh, but I could see why it didn't fit him. but with, at the moment with McGlynn, it's it's not... He, he can mix it a bit, but at times he has played quite direct and I just think you've got to give him a chance. It reminds me a bit of occasion with Torres at the weekend. I don't know if you watched the city it kind of annoyed me at half time and all half time was spent on what i was watching on was slating torres and i was like fair enough he's not done anything but he's he's had they they were highlighting the keeper checks kickouts and the fact that company was winning the headers against them well what do you expect torres to do (laughs) torres in his prime would be losing headers against company and then Mm -hmm. craig burley was highlighting the fact that when uh, city were attacking torres wasn't coming back to defend was like well he's a lone striker what do you want to do play sweeper as well. And if,
0: Is it just me that thinks that when you know, if you keep pointing long high balls at a striker and a defender keeps winning it, try something else?
2: Exactly, yeah. But, I mean, with Sutton, it's just a case of you'll bring him in for a game and, like, for instance, Tanadice, he brought him in and I actually thought he had a decent game. Now, he ended up missing one of the penalties, but I thought he had a decent game. He didn't score, but he got slayed after it. And I was, it's, it's one of these things where people just, because he didn't score, but then I highlighted the fact that, our goal, it was him cushioning the header down for it and two of our best chances were him um, chesting it down and uh, winning it in the start of the move and laying it off. And I just think people forget that being a striker is about more than yeah. more than scoring. It's obviously important and I'm not saying Sutton's been amazing, but you've got to persist with one of them, I think. Just playing no striker, just it gets very frustrating. Anyway, that's my ran over.
0: Oh, I agree, if anything I, I, I the name kind of should be a, a, a great indication of what kind of striker he is because his brother Chris was exactly the same yeah. Chris wasn't the, the goal scorer in the Celtic team he, was Larson was the goal scorer in the Celtic team but Chris was a support striker and he did a lot to create the space and create the chances for Larson as well so there's not there's, there's that element in the game and obviously you've said it yourself, he's, he was doing that for hearts in the gaming at Dundee, but people it just comes down to it so many people think oh it's a striker he should be putting the ball in it especially when there's only one maybe maybe one striker playing in the uh, the park
2: I think that's the thing I think he really does need a strike partner and I would (laughs) it's never going to happen but I would like to see him and Gordon Smith get a start both of them just to (laughs) just to see what happens you know God forbid you play two strikers but it's 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 when people criticise him like I see Hearts fans criticise him you know it's got no pace and it's like well when's he ever had pace when did Chris Sutton have a pace? It's kind of genetic. Yeah. You know, he's not going to have pace. He's strong. He's he hold the ball up. He's got a de- he's decent finish on him, but he's not going to he's not he's not going to bolt around. And it, same way his runs like expecting to make more runs, but again because of his lack of pace, he's not really going to play on the shoulder of the defender, is he? Because yeah. he... that's
1: why you need him up top with somebody else, or, or somebody wide cutting in and giving him a bit of support. Because you're right, you don't need pace. I always think back to Chris Boyd. Uh, just such a lazy guy. Does done pretty much nothing on the pitch, but he scores goals. As long as you can get somebody that's willing to do the work for I him. Been, put
2: Chris Boyd up front by himself, though, it just didn't work. Uh,
1: never worked. <laughs> <Just through>. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, didn't. No, oh, you're right. True
2: enough. He, I mean, different, different. I suppose different type of player. I think he's more. He's obviously a poacher, but some players aren't as good lone strikers. And I think, to be honest, I think Sutton could be a lone striker depending on who you've got supporting him. I think it would work maybe more when you've got the likes of Jamie Walker and stuff getting up and supporting him. But you need. I think you need a bit more um, fluidity about your midfield. Like, if you had a Skatchel coming in, you know, nice. you played him more with him, I think it would work a bit more because kind of plays that almost second striker role at times. But you need to have someone who who's willing to make the move. And the problem where, like, we've got Taul in there, but McGlynn, for a lot of the season, was playing him as the, the holding defender, the behind bar. And it didn't make any sense to me to have Taul in front of the defence. Apart from the fact he's more likely to give the ball to the opposition, but... <laughs> but you'll you'll but take chances and you'll try and play killer passes and you need that behind the attackers rather than in front of defenders where he's going to give the ball away but can't, can't we'll move on from that game because yeah it wasn't a very good game <laughs> I think I think a draw was a fair result but
1: what about the St Mirren-Dundee game? I had a, a £2, pound, I don't normally bet that high, Laurie, but this was on Betfair, we £2 pounds the minimum. Uh, so I had £2 pound on Dundee. Surprised. I went against my prediction and thought, oh, Dundee, they were 4.4. So I thought, right, I'll go for this. And then what does Nish do? Stupid tackle. Right. Stud showing, sent off, I, raging.
2: Barry Smith summed up just with his reaction. Just shook his head. It was It was. a pointless position to do it in as well. It was. And he just, it was so obvious, just... That's always going to be a red card these days, you know. It, it, obviously, it's, it used to be able to go in with tackles like that, but raised foot catches him in the kind of ankle. Lord, it's yeah. always going to be.
0: A... You went over the ball as well. Once you well go over the ball, you're asking for it.
1: Aye. what was the highlights all about? Because it looked very dark.
0: Aye, I thought that, it was almost like a
1: nighttime game. <laughs> it's strange. It's as if maybe their floodlights aren't up to the task. I, I don't know. I know that you get different grades of is it aluminium, uh, Lumen? I, I don't know. I'm not a technical <laughs> floodlight man. You're asking. we need an expert on
2: no idea
1: i noted down here in my notes about Willie Collum and the penalty and how he definitely signalled for a corner yeah I wouldn't surprise definitely. him aye. signal for a corner, oh changes his mind penalty, it
2: was a penalty though you kind can't, of you can't raise your hands like that, it's almost like a basketball block wasn't it? it was, it was or oh, a, a superman aye. <laughs> it's
0: a, a charge down in rugby, that's what I don't think
1: yeah Aye, so we we'll might move on and discuss the Celtic game, Chris. Discuss really? that I in detail. <laughs> Aye, what, what can was you say? The, the crowd, first of all, because they, I looked up the, the attendance was forty-four thousand. Right, mm-hmm. but see from what I seen on TV, that the the stadium. A lot of gaps, you know. is that just simply because the season tickets are still counted in the attendance figure? I don't think so. I mean,
0: it didn't look like forty-four thousand to me. I must admit, it was I looked lot less than that. But it's been like that most of the season, where it's been dotted about and yeah. gaps here, there, and everywhere. And
2: Man, obviously, cool. there was a big
0: there was a big gap with the Green Brigade and the their uh, protest that are even, currently.
2: Even with that, carrying out, is, it's, I mean, it, you, can still, you are still you have to still got almost twenty thousand empty seats, so you could still have forty four thousand and have have it a look. I saw some pictures. I think someone posted on the. I think it was Raymond Blair posted one on the forum, which looked. One half of the ground anyway looked pretty much full, bar the corner where the
1: yes. Green
2: Brigade are. So uh, it's quite feasible at Parkhead that you can see those kind that level of empty seats, and it is still over forty thousand. it was a bit it of was, a muted atmosphere. Certainly, seems to... it was.
0: We, we seem to have forgotten how to sing when the Green Brigade aren't there.
2: So is that because
1: were they protesting against the treatment at uh, away grounds? Or was it just a protest general?
0: against the treatment they're getting in general because they've been getting harassed here, there, and everywhere, even away from football, apparently? Uh, and Away from th- th- football? I, oh, there's been people getting visited during the week. That's, this is what they're complaining about. Aye, they
1: just...
0: pals? No, by the police. And we're talking people that aren't even local. We're talking people from Manchester, Liverpool, and that kind of area. And Strathclyde police are sending people down to speak to them. Aye. So there the, the does seem to be quite an element of harassment. The, the impression they've been getting, they've been giving us, is the fact. That the Celtic have been passing the details on to the police. Now, if the police are going to Celtic and asking for the details, then that's probably they need to do it legally. That's I don't what you know. say.
2: They probably have to, don't they? What they uh, think? It's it's yeah, a, it's a professional so. football club. It's not like one thing. I,
1: I, know. I know somebody. Somebody on the forum who used to be a steward, and they were saying that when they were working, they were given a a sheet and it had uh, names of people, names of individuals that were worth looking out for. Mm-hmm. So perhaps that's just the case for the entire Green Brigade. Just,
0: it could uh, well be, because I mean that area gets more police and more stewards than any other area in Celtic Park every game. Well, the even, thing is... Even, the deaf thing was, it was even policed and stewarded on Saturday there, and everybody knew the Green Brigade weren't going to be there.
1: Uh, see, the thing, one of the things is that they do stand for most of the game, which you're, you're not allowed to do, and is it lateral movement, <laughs> it like gets called? They do yeah. that, which is not allowed. So it's not as if they're being whiter and white, is it? They are misbehaving. I know they, this is very minor things. but Aye, they are this Misbehaving, right. so they're co- they're bringing it up on themselves in some regard. Nice.
0: but but there, there's an element of okay, they're slightly misbehaving in the lateral movement, but really, what, <laughs> who are they? Who are they? Who are they? a problem in that themselves. Aye, but that's
2: but that's the age old question of football just now, isn't it? It's Aye,
0: I, I, like, they're just picking on wee silly things.
2: And I'll be honest, the, I've, when I've been a Park kid, it's the, the away end is certainly not exactly a. I I I trust that It's maybe because it's Hearts as well, and I uh, I will admit that when we go to Parkhead, although there's less than a thousand of us, it does seem to bring out the <coughs> the, oh. the less the, the less savoury of the of the Hearts fans. <laughs> but I remember I, I think in annoyance. I kicked the seat in front of me one time at Parkhead. It was an empty seat, and I, ah. and I had three. Oh, I, I kicked
0: the seat in Lisbon on Tuesday, so
2: <laughs> I had three police officers. <laughs> I had three police officers sent to me. Because I kicked the seat in front of me. I didn't break it. Was I just kicked it, in annoyance it's like a, yeah, a thug. <laughs>
0: oh, I... there's, 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 well, this is like it's wee silly things I get picked up on. But if you're getting harassed by the police in the middle of the week, away from the football entirely, it starts affecting your own life, and it becomes the point of okay, I'm going along to look at the football to enjoy myself, but is it really worth it if I'm going to be getting this treatment during the week? I mean, if it's affecting your work life and your, your personal life.
1: That. But what, is, uh, what, what was the harassment about? Because I'm struggling to understand why the police would myself. want to go during the week. Aye. It's
0: a bit of First of all, boys, police must have been.
1: but whatever it is... But have they done that? Are they getting it's... investigated for... Uh, I, I, I'm not saying that they, they were violent, but are they getting investigated for something as serious as that? I, I can't think why else you you would get a, a chap in the door.
2: I don't know the details, but I was going to...
0: At this point, I don't think even the Green Brigade have revealed the full details.
2: I was so. going to say, in terms of the obviously the, the game itself, though the crowd there, I thought it sounded um, they sounded pretty uh, impatient. as well. Even in the first half, they sounded very frustrated.
0: Aye. I think usually if the Green Brigade are there, then they make a noise and at least there's some kind of atmosphere there. And the uh, the more pessimistic, annoyed supporters can get drowned out. And they might be a wee bit more pacified as well, because mm-hmm. there's some kind of noise. But in that that atmosphere on Saturday was it started off quiet, and a few people tried to get things going, and it never really started. And then as the game went on, and we started creating chances, and then lashing them wide. There was one chance that Michael Oosting took off the toe of Gary Hooper, <laughs> which yes. I thought was bizarre. And it was things like that, and it started going against us. And the crowd started getting more and more impatient. And then by the time the second half came round, it was getting more and more. Then Amvales scored about the hour mark, and it was just it started getting poisonous. And I don't think the referee performance was perceived as being that great either. Uh, I must admit, I was getting a bit annoyed at the referee myself. But
2: conspiracy again. Oh, I
0: just, I, I just don't like Scottish referees. I think I'll tear I hope I get dodgy
2: penalty Wednesday. That'd be good. Right.
0: <laughs> there was a, a few minutes to go and uh, the, we, were, we were attacking trying to get the equaliser and the Kelly player stuck his boot up and kicked Scott Brown in the head the referee wave play on <laughs> it's, it's dangerous play Everybody knows that's dangerous play he we the game and giving us the indirect free kick mm-hmm. Kelly went up the park and nearly I should have made it 2-0 from oh, that I,
1: move Was that when they, they hit the bar and, and Doran I seemed did. to went I... all day to finish it? Aye,
0: nah, and Ambrose got back and managed to block it just the right time
1: Aye, ah, it was good Aye, done well
0: that was it was a cracking block, but it should never have got that far because it was a free kick at the other end of the park. But uh, it, was, it was all silly wee things like that the entire day for the referee, and it was there was a few things he never gave Cali either. And you could see Butcher getting a wee bit annoyed about it, but I think obviously the, the Butcher was quite happy at the end of the game. Obviously, oh, aye, aye. But that's uh, what's well, here. It was Kelly, kind of, This was the first one at Celtic part in the week. So. I th- to be fair, they, they've done exactly what St. Johnson done and exactly what Camarnet done. They turn up, they pack the penalty area and take their chance when it comes. It's exactly what we did to Barcelona, so we can hardly okay. criticise them for it.
1: Yeah, I thought Malgrove is, is a bit harsh on him, what happened for the Inverness goal. The fact that it was his slide that, that kept him onside. Aye, Isn't it was a bit harsh can do a bit
0: exactly what Adam Matthews did as well. and I think the problem came about in the first place because Adam Matthews was hesitating. He wasn't sure whether it would go to the ball or whether he'd stay with his marker. And he kind of get caught between the two. So when the pass got made, he was nowhere. And he had to track back really quickly. And he slid in at the same time as Mulgrew did, which left the, the easy pass. And like you say, Mulgrew was a bit unlucky. The fact he slid so far, he played everybody on side.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess this would be a good point to move on to the discussion. i might be mention the, the SFL later. But we're going to discuss Neil Lennon, really. He was caught up in a bit of an altercation at the end with a fan... And I wanted like to discuss really about his performances in the league, and well, is it is it good enough? Is it being masked by other things? Is it been masked by the European run? Is it been masked by being top of the table? I guess, uh, despite the number of points that they've amassed, which which isn't good, he's still top of the table. So I was wondering, Chris, is there any question marks in in your head about Lennon? Well,
0: it's just, it's hard to tell really because I'm like. I'm going to plug the Hill Hill Media website here because there was a blog up on it earlier <laughs> today. Boy. I know, sorry. But, <laughs> but uh, what he what he's pointed at was at the start of the season, we were expected to be absolutely dreadful in Europe and romp yeah. the SPL. Yeah. And somehow we've managed to turn that on its head and we've been really like, decent in uh, Europe. We've done yeah, far beyond decent. anyone's expectation.
2: Were you expected to be yeah. awful though? Well, they some have of us weren't expected groups. to qualify.
0: ITV yeah. Football famously tweeted bye bye Celtic when the draw came out. Uh,
2: yeah. That was. I don't know.
0: So I think, like, we were all. We were, at best, we were fourth seeds in that group. So you were expected to finish fourth. So what, thanks to Barcelona beating Sparta at Moscow on Tuesday night, we're definitely finishing at least third. So we're in Europe after Christmas, which is fantastic, to be honest. I'm, I must, I'm delighted it'll be even better if we get second place. But. We can talk about that in our week. But um, so it, it's weird to have that turned on its head. But I think on it's the SPL that we've been really struggling in because we haven't played the Scottish Cup yet. That's to come next week. The League Cup has been our best performances at home this season, other than Europe, because we, we thumped Red Rovers and we thumped St. Johnson. And if you've got a season book, neither of those were on it. The European games aren't on it. So if you only go to your season book games, every league game we've played at home has been rubbish. Whether it was the, the, the narrow 1 0 victory over Aberdeen, or it was a defeat to Kilmarnock, or it was the defeat there at Cali Thistle, or the draw to Hibbs, or the draw to St Johnson. It's just, there has not been a good performance at home. And I think I, I think that's the five games we've played at home this season so far. There's maybe six. If there is, I've forgot one. That's, they're hardly memorable. That's kind of the point.
2: I just can't see how there wouldn't be questions over Lennon, though. I just, when you consider. I think
0: they the reason there's no questions is because we're still top of the league,
2: I and everyone's
0: think... using Europe as an excuse. It's okay its okay. Yo. We're concentrating <laughs> in Europe. We're still top of the league. When Europe's finished, we'll get back to being moving we I
2: just—I yeah, think... haven't
0: seen it convince me of that yet.
2: I just—I just think there's this. I think there's this kind of. You look at the. You look at the league now, and I mean, it's the gap is the gap is far bigger than ever was. I mean, what well, Celtic's wage bill must still be thirty odd million, isn't it?
0: Oh, it must be something long with mean, We keep giving people pay rises and bonuses for doing my
1: own. And you're well. talking
2: about not only are Rangers not there, but everyone else is at lower than it's ever been. I mean, hearts are down to, from my understanding, we're actually down about four million, even even now. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about, you know, it, it, it's it's gargantuan the size of the resources. I don't care what anyone says that you know money doesn't matter. It does. You like i have got huge resources compared to any of other teams in general. Uh... It, it gives
1: you an advantage, but not in every case. For example, Celtic are close to getting to the last sixteen of the Champions League, whereas Man City are out. That's right. just one of many, many
2: examples. But you're yeah, right in general. That's that's. I just, up. Yeah. I think you just, I think the the league. I think the minimum expectations for any league is to be top and to win it. I, yeah. I think because of the situation, in the league it becomes more than just that. Though I think when Rangers are there, if you know you have Celtic Rangers on a sort of even keel. That just winning it can be enough, but I, I remember Gordon Strachan getting a bit. The Celtic fans weren't overly enthused on him even when he was winning the league, and I was with the Rangers there. Was yeah, the... I had a
1: look at the, the points because they're on 25 points. It's their worst start after 14 games. First and
0: 98 99 was the last time we were this bad in the league, and yeah. I, I had a look at compared it to last season. We've got four points less this season than we did last season. And you remember at one point, we were 15 points behind Rangers and yeah. everyone was panicking and Neil Lennon's job two was games, under fire. They play played two games less. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's fair enough. But <laughs> I mean, even even by this point last season, Celtic were starting to make inroads nodes into the, that, the gap that they were behind Rangers. They played a couple, I think they played at least one of the games in hand anyway. Uh they'd they, they gained a bit because the Rangers have started dropping points whereas they hadn't previously. And by the end of November the gap was down to I think it was within about four points maybe. I just I so they, exactly. they, they, we were starting to make the inroads, but I mean it's like end, almost end this end into December now, and a, a point ahead of Aberdeen in the league. But then that what you need to remember is just two crucial things here. One, you don't get anything extra for winning the league, whether it's one point or twenty one points. It doesn't matter, as long as you are top but at the end of May you win the league, and that's all you get for it. It doesn't matter. Yep. And the other thing we need to remember is this is what everybody wanted at the start of the season. With the demise of Rangers, everybody was worried that Celtic were going to run away with the league, and that just hasn't happened. We've got big clubs up there like Aberdeen and Habs challenging for it. We've got teams that like to play football, like St. John's and Inverness, they're up there. Any one of those four could be top of the league at the end of Tuesday night. Oh
2: Well, that's all, I, that's all well, good are but, but the we, league you're in saying, general. I, but... We're talking individual. That's like saying... It's like, say from a Hearts point of view, oh, it's good all this. But what's it, no? I'm going to be selfish about it and say, well, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather Celtic were yeah. ten points clear and Hearts were clear in second because champions. Well, yeah, I mean,
0: from a Celtic point of view, can I be happy with the way we're playing domestically now? Well, not really, but I'm not going to complain because if we're and if in a few weeks' time we're still in the four competitions we started off in the first place, when the Champions League last sixteen, we're still in the League Cup. That's, con- that's confirmed for January. We're still in the Scottish Cup, hopefully, depending on how we got on against Arbroath at the weekend. And currently, we're still top of the league. Can we really complain that much?
2: Well, Do you not think it... I think Lennon, he's... I think a lot of things have worked in his favour in terms of, like last season, I know people, he, you did win the league, fair enough, but it was almost by default. Rangers were basically
0: right, I'm not having that. Right. No, it, Rangers
2: but, were taking... We, we, we went taking through it. that
0: point. We took the lead off Rangers long before their troubles started. It got easy from February. Because of the trouble Rangers had.
2: Yeah, but that's what I mean. You can't. So the last two
0: or three months, Rangers
2: got. The fact that we, Rangers we got lost the big system. players, they had all this turmoil around them, they had 10 points to duck to it. it was. It, I just. I can't. Yeah, but we were
0: top of the league before any of that happened.
2: I know, but you might have. But you, who knows? It may have been a
0: challenge, we might have, but, but who's to say we wouldn't have risen to it? i think I thought we took the foot off the of gas in March because we knew we could. I just think. And I think there's certainly an element of that now as well. Selling we know the we top. can take foot off the gas in the league, and that, that's why we can concentrate. Is on that you? not
1: Lennon's job. Lennon should be going into every match and saying, "Right, forget anything else. Forget any other team. We've got a match today, and we should be winning three points." He should be. He should be the one that's making sure that the players don't think about this. Take their foot off the gas.
0: And I completely That's... agree with that. But what we also need to remember is this was only Lennon's third full season in charge of management. This guy's still learning. This is a situation he's never been in before. He's never had this chance to sit there and be oh, the 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 best team in the land that uh can take their foot off the gas and still get away with it on occasion and then try and get the players up for both the European campaign and the domestic campaign.
2: I just but I mean like last season as well, like the two cups you had you had Rangers were gone from them and you and he lost the two cups. What was this? The first full season? Did he just was it just a Scottish cup? He won out of all the competitions.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because we lost the, the, the we lost the league. By a point do you, of you think one. if it
2: wasn't Neil Lennon, like if you took away the fact there was Neil Lennon and some of the stuff he'd had to deal with, and it was just someone who'd never been linked with Celtic before, do you think he'd be given the same sort of patience he had done for quite a while?
0: I think he got more patience last season because it was Neil Lennon. Like for instance, I, think, I, th- I think another manager would have been in a lot. For instance,
2: what I meant as well, even
0: after a three each draw, come on,
2: look. Like what I meant as well is the fact, that like with Gordon Strachan, I remember, I remember when Celtic were winning the league and they got to like the last sixteen and stuff, and there was still this big kind of split. I remember a lot of Celtic fans really didn't take them.
1: Yeah, it, it was, was a, and the Celtic minded got mentioned quite had, a lot.
2: And you had, yeah, you had this, yeah, the, the Celtic way and all this and. Although they were winning the league and they were getting to last 16 in Champions League, and you had a decent Rangers team then as well, and I just I never I never understood that at the time.
0: I never knew anybody that actually mentioned the Celtic mindy thing. It was a Celtic fan, I must admit. But the, the two camps generally divided into those who wanted to win by any means necessary and those who wanted to be entertained. And at the moment, those two camps are starting to form again. Because there's, there's certain people going, oh, we're top of the league; it doesn't matter. And there's certain people saying, oh, I want to be entertained." This is rubbish.
1: Mm-hmm. But it's not
2: even. And like is, that. The, those
0: not... two camps are starting to form again, you're even just... though it's still winning this time rather than Gordon Strachan. I think the difference is it formed quicker under Strachan.
2: The thing is, it's not even just the fact of you know you're, you're winning, you're winning all the time, but it's not pretty, or you know you're playing pretty football, or whatever. It's 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 neither from whenever I see or hear from Celtic fans you're not getting results a lot of the time against teams you should be beating and the football isn't particularly fantastic from whatever I've the seen. The
0: counter-argument it. to that is that we are getting the results when they matter because we're still in the four competitions and we're still top of the league.
2: I know, but do you not take into account what's happening around you? Like, For instance, I remember, like, I always think everyone's relative in a sense that, for instance, when we finished, the Hearts finished third under Jeffreys, and he got sacked at the start of the season after, I kind of, I wasn't, That, I didn't think it was that bizarre decision because everyone's we finished third. It's like, yeah, but we hadn't, our performances were dire for the last third of the season and we only just finished third. We were miles behind Rangers and Celtic. So I just think you still have to take in it. You can't just, I I don't always think you can just say we're there. You've got to take into account everything around you. And for instance, I said, you think if Real Madrid for whatever reason disappeared and it was just Barca in La Liga and they won the league by a point ahead of Valencia and they were playing long long ball football, you think Barcelona fans would be, ah it's fine we're top of the league.
0: Probably not, but then I don't, I think there would be, there would be an element of them saying that exactly, like, they would be saying exactly that, they'd be saying that they were happy about it because they'd won the league. I think you're, you're, go, you're always going to get that split with fans, those that to be entertained and those that to win. And as long as Celtic are top of the league, there's going to be Celtic fans happy with that.
1: Yep, I think so. And I, I think you, you mentioned this right at the start, that winning the league is is really all that matters. If we're focusing just in the league here, but winning the league is all that matters. Whether you win it by one point or whether you win it by ten points, it's it's not something that's really remembered. It doesn't really go down in history unless, of course, you win it by fifty points. But it's not something that's really remembered. It's just going to go down as a, a league title under Lennon's belt. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I think that the, the, there's a different scenario this year that I heard mentioned on Saturday on Radio Scotland. <laughs> the other teams in the SPL are losing half the amount of points they were losing last season because last season they were going into games against Celtic and games against Rangers and expecting to lose all three points. Now they're only having that That was basically they were going into the start of the season writing off 24 points straight away. Now they're only writing off 12 and in some cases they're now looking at Celtic thinking it's not even 12 right, there's points here to be taken.
2: We get more wins against Celtic than we do against Motherwell. <laughs> <laughs> Before I played Celtic. I mean some people like I mean I saw like um L El- El Chapi on the forum. He says um, he was re- responding to some people. Says uh, a rocket is needed up there in the team he puts out. I spent almost five hours of my life going and watching that Colin Nish uh, <laughs> time I could have spent <laughs> with my kids. Time I won't ever get back. Today was Colin Nish. Every freaking game after a Champions League game is Colin Nish. No excuses. We are having a Rangers away situation. We can't buy a win post Champions League post Champions League game. Then he says, Colin Nish, Colin Nish, Colin Nish. Still still raging five hours later and no alcohol taken. And then he says, Colin Nish another three times.
1: <laughs> and then it, I'm I think glad I just, you didn't read out Charlie, boys. <laughs> I, I,
2: can't, I can't even find words to replace that. Then Japser says, so Colin Nish then. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think a few people seem to argue that you know they spend you know a lot of money going to yeah. Parkhead. And you're t- you're looking, as I say, a team where they basically fund to have a wage bill of £30 million Against, I mean, no disrespect to Inverness, because to be honest, hearts are the same. We've got, a, you know, a, a sixth, a seventh of the budget or whatever, but a team who will probably have, what, maybe two million wage bill players on a couple hundred quid and stuff. And yeah, it doesn't always matter, but it seems to be consistently happening that Celtic are struggling. I think there's been there's not been another ground with less goals at it than Parkhead in the SPL.
0: I think, I think you're right. But turn it round. I mean, the atmosphere that was there on Saturday... It was hardly the same atmosphere that was there uh, against Barcelona. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, certainly. So, if, if all these fans are coming out and saying, you just can't get up for the game in the league, <laughs> players can turn in and go, well, there can you. That's what you're saying.
1: No, no, I'd, I, I, I still, I'd say that it's the manager. The manager should be getting yeah. the players Oh, out. but
0: when it comes down to it, it's the manager. And I think when Neil Lennon came out with that soundbite along the lines of, if the fans want me to go, then I'll go, he was actually taking responsibility away from his players. Because now everyone's talking about what Lennon said, as opposed to how bad... Chris Commons was that day, or how bad Gary Hooper was that day, or whoever.
2: Yep, you but you you could see it that way, definitely. Well do you remember uh, Do you remember when Rangers got to the last sixteen in 05-06? I mentioned that, which was obviously quite a big achievement for them and they ended up finishing third. And I I I think Celtic still win the league, but there's always taking the eye off it. I mean, it's it's it just seems I don't think anyone's got the strength to have a sort of obviously that season you had Hearts who I've never seen a Hearts, in my time going to Hearts games, I've never seen a Hearts team as strong as that. You know, when you had the Fisas, the Presley-Webster-Gordon, Nielsen-Skatchel, Brellier-Hartley. Oh, that was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but you had a strong Hearts team, but that Rangers team was absolutely slated. They, they got to the last 16 in the Champions League, but that was McLeish, that was the final nail in his coffin that season. Yeah. And I, I just think you can't really mask it as such with that. Obviously, if they can still win the league, I guess it does cover up some cracks but I I think if they continue with the performance they are and the, they end a few points ahead of whoever even if they end up 10-15 points I think there'll still be a lot of fans asking questions and I think with, with reason you know it's, I've had there's been seasons gone by where Hearts have finished third and I've I've thought you know what's kind of masking it because we were sitting with you know double the budget of any other SVL team away from the old firm and it was that position where we can't just mask our season because we're finished third because well, that would be the minimum expectation with what we're working with. So that's just my view. on it. I mean, obviously, I... no,
0: I I totally agree because you can hear the criticism getting louder with every passing game now. But I think that there is still that element in the Celtic support that are thinking once the Champions League campaign's done, we get into this sort uh, of December, January, February before any other European games come into the scene. If we start picking up momentum, then. Then okay, everyone's not be forgiven, and we'll move on. And I think I still think there'll be that. If Celtic have got the SPL trophy in the in the cabinet in May, then the majority of the Celtic fans will be happy about
1: it. You might go on another one of year. Was it a twenty game run or something that you did last season?
0: Yeah, something like that. But then it's, that started, by
1: now. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I I think it's interesting because when I took it to Facebook, really, and I was speaking to a couple of guys, and it, it's it's funny how passionate people are about it, and really saying that, oh, well, we're top of the league, we're in Europe, duh, 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 duh. and then you've got the, the folk on, on the forum, like that, well, is a, a good example that's just he's just fed up really.
2: Charlie Boy is a bit as well, I think.
1: Charlie it's boy, hard to yes. tell,
2: but I think he is feeling that I don't think he's in support of Lennon.
0: <laughs> you have to... I've, I've heard both myself. I can I can understand where both are coming from, but I think when it comes down to it, everybody's going to have some amount of patience and it's weird and thin for some more than a
1: yeah but uh, I it's, it's an interesting topic and well didn't even really get a chance to discuss him shouting at the, the fan but I don't know what was saying. I know what that,
0: so... that, that was unprofessional I think but I think if you're sitting behind a dugout in the stand maybe you should have a bit of common sense about yourself as well oh, yeah. but no the manager shouldn't be reacting to the fan well,
1: he, like. he shouldn't be reacting but then he, he's not He's not the only one to blame here. No, the the fans fan ex- shouldn't be shouting things. He wouldn't no. do it in this oh, job. Come
2: on, you've got to. You've got to, that's like when footballers turn around and react. You've got. I mean, I don't know what the fan said. Obviously, he could have said something which is really inappropriate. But I think if it's not, you know, if 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 it's if it's not crossing the line in terms of whatever racism, sectarian, or to, I think you've, I think managers and players have got to have got to be able to take that. You've got to have a thick skin and. Yeah, Lenin, I do. think Lenin should do by now because you know he's had to suffer a lot more abuse in, than most. Has, yeah. Um, and fair enough, sometimes I think he has brought on himself, but a lot of it he d- certainly didn't deserve. But I think you've got to because we've all been in football games. We've uh, we've sat there and seen footballers and managers get absolutely disgusting things said to them. Sometimes yep. a bit of banner said to them they can't react. I think they've got to accept it from both fans. It'll happen from their own fans as well from their own and the opposing so I think I think he can never he should never react and I think it's like I don't mind I think when players they can give a bit back you know I, I don't like when fans complain if a player like shushes them or cups their ear when they've been getting dogs abuse for the whole game it's like you,
0: you could you could <laughs> well, Mulgrew last weekend
2: right, you, I mean you, what, what, you <laughs> uh, he was getting tight I
1: liked his tweet after the game because he was saying uh, something, something along the lines of you're asking me for
2: respect when you showed none I think I like uh, I like a bit of... something like that. I, I think yeah. I think it's good to have a bit back and forward. You know, if if you slag a player, you you, you say against him. You have a bit of banter, and he scores and he shushes you. Then that's that right. That's the risk we take in slagging him yep. because if it happens, then he's going to come back. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and vice versa, if a player, you know, players like to to, to milk it. Uh,
0: I mean, There's a way to answer the criticism, and what Jaramogi did was the right way to answer it. What Neil Lennon did was the wrong way. To answer yeah. it. I think yeah. what's
2: more so. Do you like you should do what Mourinho did? I like that. You know when um. Did you see when the when Real Madrid were at when they were at Man City? Did you watch that game?
1: I and he got the uh, you
2: talking about the added on time. I was looking for the added on time and oh, he got put up as four and he started screaming, I go, What are you talking about? And all the fans started giving about a bit of stick. So uh, he just started going, Yeah, okay. Whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's
1: fine. fine. I put <laughs> a video of that in the forum. It was just brilliant. The his reaction just it switched instantly. Brilliant.
2: He's a, he's the
1: like, sideline. Can we move on because we're kinda tight for time? I, I may can't. even chop down my SFL roundup. I was going to mention, talk about Ian Murray, the uh, boss of Dumbarton.
2: Oh, they go, oh, no, I do talk about and they get absolutely pumped? Aye, they got be 4 a loss in Fernland.
0: He was playing a team challenge for the top of the league, so that's, Aye, that's I, hardly a good start so for him.
1: <laughs> Partick and Dunfermline are still top there. Aye. Queen of the South win again. Amazing, amazing run for them in the league.
0: Somebody told them that Rangers are going to get promoted this season. <laughs> they should be intent on getting out
1: of the second division, but everyone else wants to stay in it. big story, I guess, uh, I don't want to brush over, is the Elgin, Elgin farce after they sold too many tickets for the game against Rangers and they had to have it postponed. Now, I don't know the full story about this, but one theory I've heard is that they were selling tickets based on uh, an out-of-date safety certificate and... <laughs> They got a, a fresh one and they'd sold more than they were allowed. It's Rangers. So, uh, see what you do? These teams don't know, they're not used to having to sell tickets. The thing is, the police <laughs> called it off on safety grounds, but they should know better because they should know that if Rangers fans turned up and they were turned away, they would just say, Look, okay, f- f- fair play. We'll just go away on our way, <laughs> quietly. We'll go home. It would be no Manchester all over <laughs> again.
0: Because uh, you're <laughs> famous at that, huh? in, in,
1: <laughs> Manchester and <laughs> Elgin. The SFL are going to investigate, and I'm not sure if it was the BBC, but they were they were saying that there's a chance Elgin can get docked points, which I think is ridiculous. Uh, it's STV Grant. I have seen say that. So STV. Uh, yeah. That's just that's just stupid. That's... It should just it sh- they should be getting a slap on the wrist. They they need to do something to deter other clubs from doing it. But losing points because the police have called. Nah, nah I'm not having that at awful. all.
0: I can understand them making them pay Rangers expenses and maybe sorting out the fans as well or whatever, but I don't know. Docking, docking points. points seems a bit
1: harsh. I
2: think, see, docking points, I think it's... It, I, I don't see the point in, it in positions like that. I think when it's something that is not anything to do with playing it. I know that, like, for instance, going into administration is docked points, but then I see that as almost like a financial side of it in terms of you know, well, if you can't be, if, you, if you're not paying these players, then you know, you've got to you'd be dot points for going yeah. to that situation, but that's something which is nothing to you know. That's just that's all. It's almost like an extreme admin error, isn't it? Really? I know it's not yeah, as such. But exactly. It's, they've, they've made yep, they've, they've, right. they've made it, someone's someone in their department's made an error and f- for, yeah, they've not tried to get. They've get not gone to an Wikipedia grant, and really. checked the capacity of their own ground. And <laughs>
0: <laughs> Basically, what we're saying here is Elgin lost their marbles.
2: <laughs> I just. Wouldn't be better if they sold like forty thousand tickets. <laughs> Where are we going to put them on?
1: <laughs> I've got a wee plan to make a wee bit of extra money.
2: <laughs> no one will notice, right? But I've, I've sold 10,000 tickets for the games. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> no one will be any the wiser. <laughs> maybe I
1: should
0: over that bad pun.
1: What pun? Elgin
0: Marbles, come on!
1: <laughs> oh, I'm lost with you tonight, Chris.
0: You never heard of Elgin Marbles? No. no. They're a Greek thing.
1: No. Oh. No.
2: Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully somebody will recognise what But
0: somebody mean. somewhere found that really funny.
2: Elgin Marbles. <laughs> hey. You're, hey, you're, yeah. too, you're too sophisticated. You need to put puns about Tommy Sheridan and orgies, man. That's what you need. Um, right. If somebody, <laughs>
1: re, somebody recognised that and found it funny, tweet either me or, or Chris or Laurie. I'm S Football Forums.
2: Don't tweet me. Chris mate.
1: is Chris1888 and Laurie is No, Laurie's just tweet Greg
2: because he gets annoyed when you tweet him.
1: <laughs> Aye, Greg gets annoyed. He just gets grumpy. In around. fact,
2: tweet Greg and tell him what you thought of Darren Randolph's challenge. If you think Randolph should have went and it was shocking, then tweet Greg at Greg Barry. Yeah. B-A-R-R-I-E. You know Let
0: I'm going up. to stack up for Greg here. Greg would have found that Elgin Marbles pun hilarious. I mean, he's sophisticated. I know he is.
1: he's a, he's a bit older, maybe. <laughs> it's, some, it's a joke aimed at the older generation, or I mean you can't relate. Can't... Right, we're moving on to some, some good news. Some... Some very good news. The charity bet decided it decided to come in this week. We picked mm-hmm. the, the three See matches. what happens when I'm
0: not involved?
1: I know. No, it was brilliant. We managed to pick a game each and it came in. I'm telling you, that's happy days. It's left a- I couldn't believe it when Laurie texted me or tweeted me.
2: Or said it on Aye. the forum.
1: <laughs> or said it on the forum.
2: <laughs> I think Morton left it with two minutes to go. I was worried it was going to be my pick. They let it down. It was...
1: Aye. But it's all good. So that's some money in the pot. Right, We're going to do it again, we're going to do it live and we're going to have one match each but this time it's a wee bit difficult because it's a Scottish Cup we do have a wee bit of of games in the the third division but I don't know if I'm going to really touch them so aye, Scottish Cup what can we get out of that that's going to be decent (laughs) because I don't want to go near Celtic because Arroth I think could be a good chance at 20-1 to
2: You think Maybe, I mean, there's a lot of short odds because, you know, you've got, like, non-league teams and low division. But I was looking at maybe Dundee United are only 2-7 away to Strenraer. I know that it's it's still very short odds, but, you know, it's better than 1-10 to ten or
1: whatever.
2: <laughs> I mean, Strenraer hey, haven't been... I'm just looking for some, something that's actually... Because Stranraer aren't doing that well, are they? I'm trying to remember. Are they not struggling a bit? Are they bottom, bottom the second, Dundee United will surely
1: win. There. Right. Right, we'll go for that then, Dundee United, because, aye, you're right, it's so risky, the Scottish Cup, I think we do need to go for something that's, that's quite short odds, but, aye, and 2-7's okay.
2: I mean, it's not, It's it, for, considering the tie, considering it's Dundee United and they're playing a, the team bottom of the second division, I think it's, you know, you'd, <coughs> you'd, you'd hope they would they'd do that one. I mean, St. Mirren are home of Breakin, two to Brecon 2-9, but I remember they struggled. Was it? No, it was, <laughs> it was St. Johnston. <laughs> I was trying to remember. I was thinking who struggled against Brecon recently, but it was St. Johnston. Same team. Yeah. So...
1: I don't know. See, on a personal level, I'm tempted by Queen of the South. Not for the charity bit. Not for the charity bit. Nah. Right, I'm going to go for St. Mirren then. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to pick someone that's a bit longer odds there, then, because we're barely gonna double our money. But that's all right. That's that's fine if we if we don't win that much.
0: Right, I'm going to pick the risky a one, one. then. it. And it's not even it's not even that risky. <laughs> it's they're pretty close in the league, so I'm going to go with four for Athletic at home here. You know what? Year like have been a cup team. That's what I'm going to have right. to back. That's well, Alison Robbie's team.
1: That's bringing it from about £15 pound to a, a return of 33 There you go, that's worth
0: it. Right, definitely, worth it.
1: That's a good one. And that's a, free, uh, a £10 pound bet courtesy of McBookie. Yep. Good guys. And, they, well, they sorted us out the week before when, was it me that I forgot to yep. tell them that the bet, what the bet was because the Friday football tricked me. Aye, sorry, <laughs> but luckily they let us get the double, but then it they didn't they
0: win in would
1: the end. Yeah. <laughs> they knew. <laughs> right, okay, £33. <clears throat> That's got to be good. That's got to be a good one. Come on, four. four. <laughs> right, we'll move on to the SPL predictions, and it's on a Tuesday and a Wednesday night. Yep. Just to confuse me, I knew that there was English Premier League games on during the week, but I didn't realise that the, the SPL was on. So it caught me out a bit earlier on. I was... As my dad told me, his game's on tomorrow and they're not in the predictor. <laughs> I'm glad somebody's on the ball. <laughs> I know, I was getting my vow. Right, the, the first game up is Aberdeen against Inverness. And I think Inverness away run is going to come to an end because Aberdeen are going to win 2-0. 1-1. See,
0: I think this is going to be one of the best games on the midweek. I think they're back but out. I'm, back. I'm going to say it's been good value for money this season. You know,
2: Patadres, so. I'm pretty sure that's that and Celtic Park are joint for having the lowest goals at their ground in the SPL.
0: I, I wouldn't surprise me. They need to cut like grass.
2: Did Scotland <laughs> <laughs> get beat by Tonga or whoever they were playing? They did then. did they? By the guys. Guys left. Oh, ah, egg chasing who cares.
1: Oh, what? <laughs> My pint glass of Peroni's got a crack in it. What's that got to do with the um... price of
2: cheese? Dry ones.
1: I'm just <laughs> trying to take a drink out. Of it. It's got a big crack in it.
2: Oh, only it weeks. Did you go and take a drink and there's nothing left? Heath?
1: I don't remember <laughs> finishing that pint. If anyone from Peroni is listening, send me another glass, please. <laughs> <laughs> so. I
0: mean, I'm going to go 2 1
1: Aberdeen. Right, the next game up is Dundee United against Motherwell. And was oh, it just the Hearts game that's on TV? No, is that they're it? all on TV they're on? all on TV right? <laughs> they're all on Laurie's special TV that he subscribes to loads of adverts loads of pop-ups that kind of thing a wee bit of fuzzy Laurie will be at
2: I will be at Tynecastle on Wednesday
1: alright <laughs> so Dundee United against Motherwell I'm going to go for a home
2: one 1-0 2-2 2-0 home one
1: Next game up is Ross County versus St. Mirren. And if you get a chance to go on the forum, you'll read an interesting story about a passport and a wash machine, but I won't go into detail <laughs> with that one. I'm going to go for one apiece.
2: Oh, you want me to say mine? Okay.
1: That's the usual, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought we'd mix up. I was going to wait for it. 2-1, uh, yeah, Ross County. 2-0,
1: uh, Ross County. And we're moving on to Wednesday and the Hearts versus Celtic games live on the telebox, the legitimate telebox, lorry. You might not know about that, but well, you'll bet the game anyway, so there'll be no fuzzy picture for you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about this one. I'm unsure because Celtic are a lot better away from home, and I think that the weekend I'll give them a wee kick up the backseat. So I'm going to go for a 2 1 Celtic.
2: Giving us a goal. So no, I want to be optimistic, but there's no reason really. To, there's not the only reason to be optimistic is Celtic's form as opposed to ours, but uh, <laughs> which which would suggest it's not going to be much in it because we don't really score much, but we're quite good defensively. You know, touch wood it's going to be five 0 Celtic. Now I've said that two 0 two nil Celtic. I just unless unless <laughs> unless McGlynn plays striker, I just I kind of see a scoring against them. Granger out as well, so we've kind of Granger's out for a couple of weeks. We've got the game at the weekend. I'd rather lose this and win the game on Sunday. Let's play the under-18s and lose (laughs) 6-0. 2-0 Celtic.
0: Uh, I'm going to agree with what you said earlier, though. You're either going to get 0-0 or you're going to get a 1-0. I'm going to say 1-0 Celtic.
2: I almost said 1, but it never seems to be 1 0 these days against. Oh no, it was 1 yeah. 0 last time. I was thinking... it's
0: been, oh, right. It seems to usually 1 0 at Celtic Park more than at Tynecastle. Uh, I can't remember, the last time was only one goal at Tynecastle.
2: Yeah. It's, it's... Oh, thank you. Games. We either seem yeah. to beat you or get hammered at Tynecastle. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: next game up is Johnson against Hibs, and I think Hibs need to really get out of this slump that they're in, so I'm going to go for a victory for them. Maybe not so much a prediction, but more a hope and that makes it I seem hope. like I'm a Hibs fan but I'm
2: not I hope uh, they this, need this decline to continue
1: <laughs> no they need to get on a wee bit of a, a run a one game run going into the weekend
2: nah they don't did you like my well did you see my oh no it was my other account that I shared a picture of a bubble bursting with a Hibs badge on it oh, <laughs> you've got too many
1: Twitter accounts it'll, it'll... You've, got your, you've got your hearts one you've got your personal one you've got your porno one <laughs> too many Right, I went for 2 0 Hibs, by the way.
0: Oh, hang on. Is
1: Laurie page Taylor? <laughs> <laughs> is that ha!
2: He's <laughs> Oh dear. Oh, dear. I hope that's Taylor. Ah. 0 0. We've always got to stick 1 0 0 in there.
0: Ah, uh, I think that should be one that gets Hibs back on the road. 2 1.
2: 2 1 to Hubs. Right,
1: so what's the deal? Why is there only five games?
0: Dundee Kilmarnock got their game moved to January. I oh, think it's the sense. weekend of the the League Cup semi-finals because both of them have got that weekend off now. So right. I think that's how it works. Like you say Dundee had a
2: big uh, big friendly in the USA or something lined up. You know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently both teams agreed to the move, so that's that's fair enough. It gives them time off ahead of the Scottish Cup, which is helpful for them.
2: Aye,
1: it is. Gosh. It's uh, a bit of unfair preparation time, I would have thought.
0: and you're glad they didn't go for Queen of the South now. <laughs> Scottish
1: I so the Scottish Cup will be good. Rangers will maybe get a game if they're lucky. Well,
0: you are organising it against the
1: You're organising it, so it should be all right. Oh. <laughs> Who knows? And then obviously the Edinburgh Derby is the one that jumps out. Oh dear.
2: This just had to be, you know? It's
1: ridiculous. <laughs> right. <and laughs> Hibs, Hibs will go into this favourites, definitely. Lee Griffiths will want to get a wee bit of a victory under his belt before he goes. Oh, and I was hearing that Hibs are looking at Kenny Miller, which is a wee bit of a surprise. Hey, I hope so.
0: She just got around the circles, that i
1: he? will be back at Celtic soon enough, kissing oh, no. the badge. Oh, no, I don't see that. Oh,
2: it was Rangers after Hibs. Ah,
0: uh... <laughs> oh, but he's played for Rangers twice. If he's going to play for Hibs twice, he'd need to come and play for us twice next. <laughs> no, that's
1: a horrible thing. As a Hearts fan, I would be delighted
2: if they swapped Lee Griffiths for, <laughs> for Kenny
1: Miller. I just, I, I wonder what will happen with Griffiths because obviously Wolves, I want to sell him, make some money. That'll be
0: we a big him. loss to Scottish football if he goes.
1: Aye. Oh, he's definitely he, a talent and he seems to be sorting like, himself out as well.
0: Ah, he's, he's been a bit less of a Tadger recently. <laughs> a, <laughs> That's a bit less
1: of a Tadger. If you ever meet him, Chris, you should say that. I think you know, to... You're less of a Tadger than you used to be.
2: I think for population control in Edinburgh, we should let him go back down south. <laughs> just to keep the numbers out.
1: I... <laughs> I wanted to give the predictor a wee bit of a plug because we're coming to the, the end of November and the obviously a £20 prize, and there's quite a few sitting at the top. i 71, let's all do the BT, and Rangers 33 are all sitting on 18 points. So they're all fine now for the £20. Chris, you could be in line for the £10 for the, the highest-placed regular poster. You and Tastic are on 15 points. Oh, well. oh, aye, I might need to give you a tenner. That's pretty close.
0: Straight- well, I'll say it right now. If you're going to give me a tenner, stick it straight in the charity.
1: Well,
2: aye, in the charity Don't
0: use it for the bet. No, I mean, straight pot. You know what I'm like with betting. No, forget it. (laughs) Straight in the charity This is where
2: you could do your fun house here. Up in the predictor, you know. whole lot of fun. Prizes to be won. (laughs) I I can't remember the chance. No, go. (laughs) I wasn't going to say the next line. I was going to see if someone else (laughs) said... Oh. Ah, well, there you go. And I wanted to
1: give a wee plug to a wee bit of development I did on the site. It's If you go to www.scottishfootballforums.co.uk slash live dash scores, then you get live scores, surprisingly enough, from like <laughs> the SPL, English Premier League, La Liga, Serie A, blah, 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 blah. Bye. Just something I wrote. Hopefully it's useful. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: it. I don't know. I, I think it will be useful, but I was kind gonna... of... Wait till the show over that one. <laughs> I didn't know about it till the other you, you need to sell it to me though. But I use I usually
1: use the betting sites for up to date scores. Shut up! Look, this is for Scottish football forums. I <laughs>
0: mcbickey? Oh, it's McBookie you're talking about.
1: Aye, it better be McBookie. No, I it... let you go to McBookie, but other than that, you need to come to Scottish no, football three, forums. No, but 365,
2: is a good interface and it's up to date. Sure. You even get the little pitch and oh. sound effects when there's a goal. It's
1: Aye. And you get a sound effect when the final whistle goes, which I heard earlier in the podcast. <laughs> what was that? I heard it earlier and I thought, what's that whistle?
2: That was actually an app on my phone. Oh, was it? I didn't realise that it was still open behind me. I, I, I wondered if that had come across.
1: Aye, I heard it. Right. Right, that's it's got to the end, it's been a wee bit of a long show, but I thought it was good because we had quite a lot to talk about. Right. But yeah, it was good having you back, Chris.
0: Oh, it was good to be back, well... I think I preferred being a Lisbon last week, but uh, it's good to be back. It was, a good, it was a good trip, uh, apart from the the game itself. <laughs> but uh, I've been at that many European games where uh, Celtic will get beat. I'm kind of getting used to it. So.
1: As long as you enjoyed the bevy. That's a, the same main uh, thing. A bevy and a good time with your pals. As they used to yeah,
0: say. My wife. I went with my wife.
2: Here for the banter. She, she
0: enjoyed it. So. <laughs> and I got to love the European Cup in the National. That's pretty good.
1: I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> right. but aye, Thanks for coming on and thanks very much for listening. Aye. And we'll see you next week. Right, Or maybe not you. see you, but I hear you.
2: <laughs> we won't hear them. No,
1: they'll, you, hear, they'll me. hear us. <laughs> aye. Let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.
0: See you well. <laughs>